This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. So this morning, briefly, I want to talk to you about the realm of glory. Tell somebody the realm of glory. Now, in Habakkuk, there was a prophecy by the mouth of the Lord. In Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 14, if our media guy can quickly put it on the screen, because I'll be very fast and I'm going to be very brief. In Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 14, the Bible says, For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. For the earth, the whole earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Now, the people that God will use or God can use to fill the whole earth with the knowledge of his glory. Who are the people that God can use? You and I. And that is why it's very important for you to know how you can draw and manifest the glory of God in this end time. I'm very excited because of uh, the guest minister that is going to lead us into the realm of that glory this season because I know is a man that God has truly anointed. I, I, I know that. And, and I want you to just be prepared. So let me now show you something. You see, in the kingdom of God, everything is wrapped up in mysteries. And to the common man, mystery can easily be explained as principles. That is the way things are done. And see, the kingdom of God is very scientific. And what is science? Science is, is your ability to be able to understand how you can arrive at a result. And then so perfect the understanding of the process of arriving at the result that you can repeat it over and over. That is simply science. And then in the kingdom of God, when Jesus Christ told us that it is given unto us to be able to understand the mysteries of the kingdom, he only wants us to pay attention to how we arrive at results in the kingdom so that at will you can repeat and make things to happen everywhere that you go. Praise the Lord. So I take you to the Bible now in Acts chapter 2. I want to show you something in the Bible. Acts chapter 2, verse 1. Acts chapter 2, verse 1. Now, when Jesus Christ was about to leave, Jesus Christ says something very profound to the apostles. He said, go and tarry in Jerusalem until you receive the promise of the Father. And who was he talking about? He was talking about the Holy Spirit. And then let me quickly just throw in this there. When you are talking about the realm of glory, you are talking about the person of the Holy Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit involvement, you can't experience anything about the glory of God. So in that incident, they obeyed. They went to Jerusalem, 120 of them. They gathered at the upper room and watched. The Bible said, when the day, for, uh, Act of Apostles chapter 2 verse 1, so when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord. Listen, not in one accord. With one accord is a higher dimension of statement. I won't have time to explain that. They were all with one accord in how many places? In one place. Then what happened? So that one accord is that they were all with unity of a, of a purpose that Jesus Christ has given them. Their focus, their attention was, receiving, was on receiving the person of the Holy Spirit. 
they were expecting something that the earth has never seen before. And then in verse 2, the Bible says, suddenly, what happened? It said, the house was filled. Suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And then the next verse, the Bible says, in verse 3, and there appeared unto them, what? Clothing tongues like as of fire and sat upon each of them. How many received it? How many received it? All. Now watch something. Every time that there is a gathering and all of us are in sync or are in one with, God, with what God intends to do, everyone in the atmosphere will experience God. The only people that will be left out are people who are not in sync with what they are doing. And most often than not, many people come to church as an onlooker, not as active participants. When you are an active participant, God cannot leave you out. Because God is always a rewarder of people who are diligently looking out for him. Those guys, I hope you can understand that they were not the only disciple. Those 120 guys, they were others. But only 120 hearkened, listened to the word, understood that there is a principle by which the power of God must come and invade our life. And then they obeyed and they went there and they were waiting and they were praying and they were expectant. And suddenly the Holy Ghost came and sat upon every one of them and they began to speak with other, other tongues as the Holy Spirit gave them utterance. Now watch this. From that day, the Holy Spirit has been among us. And that is the vehicle of the manifestation of the glory of God. Do you know that day was also repeated again? Let's go to Acts of the Apostles chapter 4 verse 31. I'm telling you about the principle that is how you can attract the glory of God. How you can manifest the glory of God and how you can carry the glory everywhere. Now look at Acts chapter 4, verse 31. Look at it. Now this incident was after the apostles, they were baptized in the Holy Ghost. They went everywhere preaching with the gospel with boldness, signs and wonders were following. And then the rulers threatened them. When they were threatened, the Bible said they gathered back together and prayed. Now watch the result of their prayer again. The Bible says, read with me now, I want to go. And when they had prayed, the place where they were, where, where uh, the place was shaking where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and spake the word of God with what? Boldness. It was a repetition again. And you saw the process. They gathered together again and did what? And prayed. And they were expectant. And what happened again? The Holy Ghost took all over, over them again. These guys were filled with boldness. People, they were threatened. And some of them were afraid. But when the power of God, the glory of God came on them again, they went everywhere manifesting the glory of God. You see, the end time church, we can't do without the glory of God. If, if We will be so limited and so incapacitated without faith in the active manifestation of God's glory. And then let me tell you now, when we gather together as a church like this to worship, this is the atmosphere where we get charged and get tuned to the power of the Holy Spirit. Especially on a day like this where we have come to praise and to worship God. Do we understand what I'm saying? 
especially on a day like this. This is the set atmosphere. But one thing I want to show you, and I want you to, to take this as a random. Number one, there is no public manifestation without a private preparation. There's no what? Public manifestation without a private preparation. You see, in the ministry, Mark chapter 1 verse 35, the Bible says a great while before day, Jesus will go to where? Into a solitary place. A solitary place without anybody. Great while before day, that is before dawn. He will leave everybody, go into a solitary place like a mountain, and then what is he doing there? Pray. The prayer is a preparation for public manifestation on that day. He does that every day, although he is or was the son of God while he was on the face of the earth. Now, we can't come to church as a man of God or as a minister of the gospel or as a singer, as a choir or as anything and see, lead people to manifest glory without a private preparation. It doesn't work. You see, the pastor must prepare hard before God and in the world. The same, the minister of the gospel must prepare, the, the, the singers or the worship leader, they must prepare hard before God before coming to the midst of people. Because as long as the spirit of God does not move on you, it might move among the people. Jesus, everything you see happening around Jesus, they are always a result of the private, intense preparation. Every other person around him, they were just supporting him. The apostles were just supporting him. None of them were as prepared as Jesus. But the man that must cause everything to happen, who is the man? Jesus. The same thing, let me tell you now, every, from today, every time you know that we are coming for declares praise, privately on your own, get prepared. Something is going to happen today. Wake up like 5 a.m. and start praying that God, today, when the glory comes down, I'm not going to be left out. And Father, because I'm going to be in service today, your glory must come down. Heaven must be open. The Holy Ghost must move. The power of God must move. Let me tell you testimony about the realm of glory in the time of the Azusa Street, Azusa Street um, revival in the early 1900s. See, in those revival, listen to me, in those revival, when they gather together, they said there are times that the glory of God will be so intense, people outside the building might away, they will see fire burning on the building. They will see fire burning on the building, physical fire. By the time the firemen will come, they will discover that that is a supernatural fire, not the woman made fire. And they said in that realm, when the glory of God starts flowing, nobody ministers to anybody. Everyone that comes, no matter what their ailment will have been, they are going to be healed. In those services, people with amputated hands, they will see the hands growing out. Amputated legs, they will see the legs. Can you imagine the, the, the kind of dangerous manifestation of God's power? And nobody, because the man, Simone, the one that leads the, the, the service, they say all he does is that he will put a carton. He said the Holy Spirit asked him to put a carton on his head and just sit down. You put a carton on his head and sit down and be praying. That is all he does. And then the glory of God will come down and fill the house. And people, the people that were there, they carried the glory many miles away and still manifesting the power of God. Even many for years to come. Because of one man's preparation, 
Praise the Lord. The end time church is a church where God expects us to start walking in the realm of glory. When Moses, I'm going to read the place for you in Exodus now. When God first allowed man to see that he's actually a glorious God, it was a dangerous sight. Let me take you to Exodus quickly as I'm, as I'm rounding up right now. In Exodus chapter 24, verse 17, you can put it on the screen quickly. You see, the sight of the glory of the Lord was like what? A devouring fire on the top of the mount. That was Old Testament. But now, do you know the sight of God's glory? It's the fire of God on you. On you. It's the fire of God on me. Then when this fire comes on us, as we worship intensely, then we go out here and carry the fire everywhere. Now let me tell you, when a fire-carrying child of God enters a building that there are witches and wizards, those witches and wizards, they have no option. They have to do what? They will run out. In the realm of glory, you don't fight darkness. Darkness, they are the one at we that they just run. Because the, the Bible says the sight was like the sight of a devouring fire. And do you know that every child of God carrying glory, you are actually a devouring fire. Except you are not conscious of who you are. You are actually a devouring fire. The moment you appear, there is something so dangerous about you that can destroy every realm of darkness. You don't fight and you don't contend with darkness at that realm. They naturally just go away from you if they don't want to be devoured. Because our God is a devouring fire. Praise the Lord. And then finally, as, let me round up with this. You see, if you look at the Bible, you will see the process and the principle by which the glory of, by which the glory of God manifests. Watch this. Watch this now as I round up. In Psalm 100 verse 4, the Bible says, I will enter his gate with what? Thanksgiving. And then it's cuts with what? Praise. In the realm of glory, where we, because glory can be made manifest by prayer, and then glory can be made manifest in the place of worship and praise. When we want to bring forth the glory of God, or we want to see the measure of glory of God, it's like the way the tabernacle was constructed. We must move from the outer court into the inner court, and then we go into where? The holies of holy. In the holies of holy, that's where you encounter the glory of God. In the outer court, we enter there by thanksgiving. In the inner court, we enter there by praise. And then when we go into the holies of holy, we enter there by purposeful worship. Intentional worship that is focused on who? God. At the throne room, you will, if you listen to what the, 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 the worship that goes on there, the worship at the throne room is not entertainment. The worship at the throne room is directed towards God. Look at this. Holy, holy, are you Lord God Almighty? What is the Lamb? What is the Lamb? You are holy. Praise the Lord. That is the way that we lead into the realm of glory. Shall we pray? Bow down your head. Ask the Lord that, Father, please help me to experience glory today. Just that simple prayer. 
help me to experience and have encounter with your glory today in the mighty name of Jesus. Help me to experience and have encounter with your glory today in the mighty name of Jesus. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Highly favored.